The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined by their host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight we got actual nhl hockey to talk about right here not not some sharks predators game at two o'clock in the afternoon no one's gonna watch we got real hockey two great games here on tuesday night a bunch more wednesday it, it feels good to be back oh my pride is a little hurt after uh Lost my third recommendation, zero for three on college football picks on this show. But uh, you know what? I'm going to have a little bit of an excuse here. BYU, of course, they they were dominated by Notre Dame in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, but apparently the uh, the Notre Dame coach bar, Marcus Freeman, converted to Catholicism after their second loss and these undefeated Saints. So uh, <laughs> I only learned that today. <laughs> I might not have uh, given that out if I knew it back then. But uh yeah, I'm all right. Uh, not the best weekend betting-wise, but having fun. Um, and one more thing, do not uh, spoil the Chiefs-Raiders <laughs> result because I got it recording. <laughs> oh, I was about to tell you exactly what's going wow. on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Decent day in college for sorry, NFL uh, yesterday. Decent day in college the day before. So we're surviving, all ready to get rock and roll into the NHL season here. Um, all right, before we do get going here, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be, man. All the sports are going to be going on soon. NHL is going to be starting up NBA. Uh, baseballs are in the playoffs. NFL is going on. College football is a thing. Fucking everything's going on, man. So get your ass at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check it out. Uh, read some of the articles. I know Julie's got a couple of articles coming out there. Same with Ryan. And uh, listen to the other shows, man. It's a good way to kind of learn some input about maybe sports you're not too aware of. Uh, good way to fucking win some money, too. So get your ass at the website. Uh, and as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. Season, I guess season four really started, but the season de- kind of remotely kicks off tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, so I'm sure the Discord will be popping off, man. So if you're not in there already, get your ass in the Discord. Cost you nothing to get in there. Uh, and you will probably lose money for not being in there as it is. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's going to be going off, yeah. And also, if you're listening to this, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. Or just search Hockey Gambling Podcast. Uh, we're planning on recording more this season, so make sure you subscribe to get get the shows as soon as they drop into your feed. And when you brought up baseball, I completely forgot. I'm so excited about the NHL season starting. The Phillies. We got Red, Red October here in Philadelphia. Phillies swept St. Louis Cardinals 2-0 in the wild card series. Now we got the Braves here on, on for a five-game set. Hopefully we can move on. Yeah, man. I I guess the Blue Jays lost and people oh, were up, oh, people man. were upset. I couldn't they, tell you, but they pulled a they they absolutely pulled a Maple Leafs. They blew an eight to one lead. Yeah, it sounds like they suck, man. Yeah. But uh, that's honestly like if you like baseball and you like the Blue Jays, well, I'm happy for your misery because you're a nerd <laughs> and you can find a better sport to watch. And even though you like a shitty sport, you can find a better sport or team to cheer for. Yeah, you it's can October. be disappointed by a better team. It's exactly. October. Canada should be talking about hockey, not baseball. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing talking about baseball? Who gives a shit? 
Um, all right, we're gonna jump into NHL news. Couple things here. We don't gotta get too crazy into it. Obviously, it's uh, it's pretty hard to suss out some of the decent news things. So we got a couple small things here. Uh, first on the docket, Calgary Flames extend coach Daryl Sutter for two years. He's fucking old, but he's still there for another two years. Sutter's gonna get it done. The team looks okay this year. It's it seems like they built the Daryl Sutter team there in Calgary, man. So it makes sense to have him sticking around, especially with the extensions of guys like Huberto and Uyghur. Let's uh, let's keep a core together and build. What do you boys think? Yeah, I, I think the Flames heading into the offseason to where they are now coming out of the offseason, they're probably one of the teams that have the biggest surprise because going into it, you're like, okay, Gaudreau is probably going to leave. They might give it a good shock. He's not going to sign there. And and they are set to win for the next few years. And this extension is just going to be them competing, Battle of Alberta with, with the Oilers there year after year and probably making the playoffs in each of those two years. So, yeah, the Flames are built to win now. Absolutely. He won the Jack Adams, of course, last year. So uh, he's definitely earned the money. And uh, yeah, he's he's swiftly turned that that team around. And, you know, they were a bunch of playoff chokers before. And obviously they still haven't done it this year, but at least they uh, passed in the second round, beating the Stars finally and totally dominating that series. And uh, yeah, they're one of the best uh, teams in the West and in the whole league, really. So I'm uh, really high on the Flames and it's uh, large because of what Daryl Sutter has done there. All right, we'll keep things moving here. Uh, some news coming out of Vegas. Gold Knights extended D-man Nick Hag to a three-year, $2.3 million AAV deal. Uh, looks like Nick Hag's played about a total of 142 career games for the Vegas Golden Knights, registering 42 points as a D-man, 10 goals, 32 assists. Um, kind of cool, man. Like This was a guy that was actually drafted by Vegas. I think he was drafted second overall in their first year uh, in the draft because like 2017. It's cool to see him actually playing with the club, not only playing, but extending and sticking around with them. Um, they're going to need all the help they can get on the back end, man, between defense and poor goaltending. So this kind of helps solidify the need for Vegas this year. Yeah, they're they're going to need help wherever they can get it because they have they have no NHL goalie. They lost Pacioretty. They they don't have that much that much depth. So yeah, I mean, sure, he, he signed. But just my one takeaway from this is looking at their cap friendly page, they have a projected cap space of negative fourteen million. So so I'm sure once the, once the season starts, we'll see those guys go on long term reserve to make room for stuff. But just seeing negative fourteen million there for the Golden Knights is uh, quite amusing. For sure, but uh, let's not say that. Well, let's not get too excited before he completes the contract, you know, because it's Vegas. Wanna, <laughs> He'll be ship shipped him out. Two point three is too expensive. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, keep things going here. Again, guys, a lot of this is just like minor shit news, but it's what we got for you. Uh, Canucks traded to, or traded sentiment Jason Dickinson and a 2024 uh, second round pick to Chicago for defenseman Riley Stillman. Um, I don't know. I mean, like Canucks need some help on the D. Was it a cap dump? I don't fucking know. The second round pick, it seems like a lot to give away, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I mean, this it seemed like a little bit of a cap dump by, by the Canucks. They came out and said a little cap flexibility, but they also wanted to get Stillman back. I mean, it, it's a it's a depth forward for a depth defenseman trade. It, it, but, I mean, the second round pick, I guess, is what it costs to move a contract nowadays. For sure. When I saw this, I'm like, oh, man, I know the Canucks are desperate for defensemen, but uh, Riley Stillman for a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan did the research and uh, yeah, it's definitely to give them some more salary cap flexibility going forward. All right, man, that pretty much settles the <laughs> NHL news and discussion there. Like we said, it was three things. They're pretty small, dude, but it's uh, it's what we get sussed out. Obviously, as things start to kind of fold their way with the NHL season's kicking up, we'll get some better news coming your way. All right. And uh, Raga, you want to do those ads? 
Oh yeah, uh, for this show we got we got some ads to talk. We got some games to talk about here, and all of our odds are presented by Winbet. Winbet, as always, and if you're thinking of joining Winbet, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. And if you're looking to join the Winbet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on Winbet odds wise gets a thousand dollar free bet. Last week, someone turned six bucks into four thousand plus, and they got a free thousand dollar bet. Winbet truly is hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Did you have to go faster for that last part? Yeah, it specifically <laughs> says just speed up like three times. <laughs> yeah, they really want you to be responsible. That's why I uh, make sure you can't understand <laughs> yeah, that, what you're saying. That, 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 that's what we preach here at the, at the Hockey Gambling Podcast. <laughs> safety first, right? Safety first. Uh, all right, guys, we're kicking off. This is the, We did a show already where we made one single pick, but this is the first real fucking pick, uh, pick segment, I guess, of the season. We got two fucking days. I think a total of eight games we're going to be jumping into. We're going to jump things, kick things right off, right off the fucking get-go. The day will be Tuesday, October 11th. First game on the docket. 7.35 p.m. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus 106. New York uh, on the money line minus 116. Over-under is at 5.5. Uh, over is paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, boys, I'll kick us off the get-go here. I'm liking the Rangers in this game here. There's been a bit of speculation. What are we going to see out of New York? You know, are they going to dwindle off? Was last year a bit of a rush? Like, uh, obviously, Chris Kreider, you're not going to expect this guy to hit the 50-goal marker every year. I still think this team's good, and I think they got a long, young talent. You know, the likes of an Alexi Lafreniere, a Capocacco, et cetera, even an Adam Fox. They're going to be taking steps forward this year. I like the Rangers over Tampa Bay, man. And that's not any slouch against Tampa Bay. I think they're a strong team. But this team's played a lot of fucking hockey in the past three years, man. So give me the Rangers on the money line, minus 116. Also, two great goalies. I'm leading the over, though. These are two great teams. I know the goaltending battle between uh, Shosturkin and Vasilevsky is as good as it fucking gets. Uh, two Russians battling fucking head-to-head. But still, these are two good teams, man. So if you're going to give me 5.5, I'll take it. Uh, minus 105 on the over. Yeah, first of all, I like the confidence there starting him off. Talon just taking it away himself, just taking the ball, running, running a QB sneak there. You'll, you'll love to see it. But yeah, this is a, a rematch of what last year's Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, the Rangers took that 2 nothing lead. It looked like they were going to run away with it, and they got uh, Tampa Bay won the next four straight. But here, I think the Rangers in the offseason, they got they got better. They at least got less worse than the, than the Lightning did. Lightning lost uh, McDonough, lost Palat. Rangers brought in Trocheck. They still have the, that kid line, like you mentioned, Talon. That's going to be getting better. A guy to watch for me that this season also is uh, Keandre Miller on the blue line. So I like the Rangers here a lot at only minus 116. I don't know why it's uh, not higher. Look, Looking back at Shesterkin's numbers from last season, he was one of, the, I think, the best goalies in the league at home. Looking at his splits here at home, he was 21-6-3 with a 940 save percentage. Five shutouts. So... I like the Rangers here a lot, and I also do like the under with, with the two goalies. You never know coming out first game if it's going to be sloppy defense or kind of playing it tight. But I think these teams played a lot, a lot of under games last season, and I like the Rangers and under here again to kick off the season here. Right, yeah, I, I do lean to the under here with the uh, two elite goalies 
two Russians, of course, will be dueling it out. And of course, we just we just saw the, these teams play uh, these for the last games so the Rangers played, of course, in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals against the Lightning. So uh, we're very familiar with how they play each other, and most of those games finished under the total. So uh, yeah, even though it's regular season now, I still like the under here. I, I might like the Lightning side more, but uh, the whole um, Ian Cole thing coming out. <laughs> not the best. Eh? Not the best. Distraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spicy yeah. pork and broccoli. Ian Cole. Exactly. The and the Rangers, of course, <laughs> they might have a bit of a, a vengeance motive here. So, of uh, course. Yeah, I, I say the better play is the under here, but I don't think I'll be betting this one. All right, keep things going to our second and last game on the Tuesday docket. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Los Angeles Kings at 10 p.m. Game itself is in sunny Los Angeles. Uh, Vegas money line sitting at plus 105. LA on the money line sitting at minus 115. The over under sitting at six. Overpay now plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, take it away, bud. What do you think here? Yeah, I mean, first of all, to anyone that, you know, is just coming back to hockey after the offseason, don't really keep up with it. You know, you might expect the Vegas Golden Knights to be pretty good again. And, and the odds say that, too, in the uh, division odds and stuff like that. But the Golden Knights do not have an NHL goalie. I mean, Logan Thompson ha- has been good in a small sample size. Maybe we'll see if he can keep that up. He had a 920 save percentage in AHL last year, 914 in 19 NHL games. But... The Golden Knights, they just have pieces falling off left and right, and I, I don't think they're going to be as good as people think this season. I mean, Talon, I guess, was right when he called it middle of last season, just a, just a poverty organization, just run run poorly. So I, I think the Kings here are going to be one of the teams going against them here. That's one of the surprising teams in the Western Conference. You know, th- this Kings team was one of the best at five-on-five five last season. They still have a good goalie tandem in Quick and Cal Peterson, and they still have that good group of, of veterans with Dowdy and Kopitar with the young kids coming up, picked up Kevin Fiala. So I do like the Kings here at home. Um, for the total, I'd probably have to have to go to the over. All, all three games last season went over the total. I think we could see the Kings put up a few here on on Vegas and make them question their goaltending right off the bat. Vegas are one of the more interesting teams to start the year because uh, we don't know what their goaltending will be like. I mean, obviously, Ryan said it. Logan Thompson, small sample size, he was good. But uh, this is uh, his first time being a full-time starter. So, yeah, we want to we wait and see what's going on. But uh, as a general... My general uh, prognosis on the Knights is that they're not going to have a great season, probably uh, in the playoff bubble mix. And the Kings will probably be around there too. But uh, given that home ice advantage, I-, I-, I like the Kings here a little better. Uh, their-, their defense is just uh, a lot better than the Knights. Now that they're all healthy, of course, they played the second half of last season all banged up. But now they're good to go. And the Knights, of course, they- they've suffered uh, um, some losses too with Patrick going and not really replacing him. Of course, they can't to replace him. Uh, Jack Eichel has had a, a stellar preseason by all accounts, and hopefully he keeps it going enough to win that heart. Uh, but for this game, I, I think the Kings can uh, stymie the Knights with their good defense, and uh, superior goaltending should win out. All right. For myself, I'm really leaning towards uh, LA Kings in this game. I love the Kings this year, man. You look at this team depth through and through. They got some low-key studs that you don't normally think of as decent players. Victor Arvidsson, obviously the young Quinton Byfield, Philip Deneau, Kevin Fiala they picked up. Uh, everybody forgets Adrian Kempe was their all-star representative last year. This guy has no slouch either. Arthur Kaliev had a great year last year. You still have Kopitar, Anders Lee. Like, 
or Andre Lee, Brandon Lemieux. Like, there's some fucking good depth. There's some talent. There's some skill. There's some grit in this lineup. Defensively, a little bit to be desired, but they're not that big of a slouch. Plus, if you throw Jonathan Quick and uh, Peterson in that, that's a pretty good tandem. I like this team, man. Also, I'm just straight up fading Vegas for the first bit of the year, dude. This team's a bit of a question mark. A lot of questions in goal, like we said. I like the Kings. You're going to give me Kings minus 115. I will be on that all fucking day on the money line. Uh, as well, I do like the over at six here, just based off goaltending alone, like I brought up. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen in Vegas. But we do know that offensively, they are there. Joel talked about fucking guys like Jack Eichel. I uh, added Phil Castle to their mix, Mark Stone, etc. They got some players that can put the biscuit in the basket here. Um, so yeah, I like the over six plus 100. The push is in play too, if you want it. Um, something I do like too, and we'll keep this quick, but uh, I guess word came out that like somebody on a podcast was talking about Phil Kessel's goal total being at like 14 and a half, and that word got back to Phil Kessel that was the case, and he told everybody to take the over this year. So Phil's going for fucking goals, baby. So the fact that he went out and said that, I like it. So I'm going to be on the over in this game. I'm going to be on uh, LA Moneyline over six. And maybe I'll sprinkle a little bit Phil Castle futures uh, total goals over 14 and a half. Just because Phil said so. What kind of player would say that they're going under 15 goals in a season, though? Yeah, what, but maybe now it's just, but now it's consciously. Like, oh, oh yeah, that, that line's about right. I'll probably get the 13, 14. <laughs> yeah, but now if he's sitting at 12 or something, he's like, I'm lighting the lamp. And he's slated to play with Jack Eichel all year. So that should be pretty cool, too. Um, all right, that covers our uh, Tuesday slates here. We'll jump on down to Wednesday. Uh, looks like we got six games on the docket here for uh, Wednesday, October the 12th. First game we got kicking off at 7 p.m. Boston Bruins against the Washington Capitals. The game itself is in Washington. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at plus 130. Washington on the money line minus 145. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Boys, I fucking love the Bruins here. Again, similarly to uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, I'm not convinced with Washington's goaltending. Um, they picked up uh, Darcy Kemper. I know he's just coming off a Stanley Cup win, but still, I don't love it, man. They got rid of both of their goalies last year in Samsonov and uh, Vitek Vanacek. So I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how he plays out. It is a home game, so that kind of makes me a little bit weary. Caps are okay at home, but uh, I'm on the Bruins, man. Let's see what this team can do. There's been a lot of questions with them, and I think that uh, it's just the next man up mentality. I'll take Boston plus 130 as a road dog. Yeah, so I, I know for me, uh, uh, Boston has been a team that I, I haven't really liked in the past. But here here this season, or not this season, but this game, I think plus 130 is, is too much for them. I think there should be kind of closer to pick them like, like the two games on, on Tuesday are. I think Washington, you said talent, they haven't really proven themselves. They picked up Kemper, but who knows how he's going to fit into that new system there. And yeah, the Bruins, they have their injuries, but they still have the their they're solid coaching, uh, good goaltending. Still have Bergeron and Pasternak and, and Krejci there back. So I think the Bruins are worth a play here at plus 130. I agree. I originally thought that Taylor Hall is going to be missing a few games, but apparently it's slated to play for this one. So I, I was originally not leaning to the Bruins, but now I definitely am at plus 130. Line opened uh, minus 110 uh, a couple months ago. So obviously people have been the cats, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like the Bruins here. Uh, with Taylor Hall in the lineup, it adds a lot more uh, uh, firepower in there. Uh, gives me two solid lines, even without Marchand. Of course, defensive, defensive, uh, defensively, they're not looking too good without McAvoy and Grizzlick, but uh, Hampson should be able to hold the fort alongside Brandon Carlo. Uh, interested to see who gets the start here. I imagine it's Swayman, but we might see Linus Hallmark. Yeah, but I like the Bruins here with Taylor Hall in the lineup at plus 130. That's that's fine with me. I mean, the Capitals another team I'm interested in because I don't have really 
strong feel for them, but uh, I definitely have a strong feel for the Bruins. So give me that plus 130. All right, keeping things going here. We'll jump down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, game itself is in Carolina. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 200. Carolina money line minus 250. Uh, Canes on the puck line sitting at plus 112. The over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Uh, Ryan, back to you, man. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm glancing over this this Blue Jacks team roster, Blue Jackets team roster here, and it's just they have the top line with Gaudreau and Line A, but even their their center is Boone Jenner. Like their their third line is Nyquist, Sillinger, Danforth. I, I, I don't – I was trying to find a way to – Find some value here with with the plus two hundred, but I don't know if I don't know if I can go and take that. But I mean, minus two fifty, maybe too much for the Hurricanes. But a home opener, a much deeper team. They added Paul Stastny deep in the off season. I think they're the Metropolitan Division favorite. They have a, a, building a great organization there. So I would probably have to go with Carolina in regulation or look at to take them at minus one, and then you push if they only win by win by one. Yeah, because I think this is just a much better team. They're going to finish first or second. Columbus probably going to finish last or second to last, depending how the Flyers do. So, yeah, I think minus 250 or plus 112 on the puck line would be the way to go. This is another game that saw some significant line movement with the Hurricanes opening around minus 200. Now they're all the way up to minus 250 a lot of places. So it it kind of scares me off away from that. Uh, But... uh, I'm uh, looking for ways to attack this game. And, of course, the Blue Jackets are not good defensively. They had terrible goal team last year. Uh, I've got them fifth worst defensively in the league. So I'm going to take the Canes team total here over three and a half. Get that around minus 130. And, yeah, they they they, they, they can score goals. Of course, they're great defensively. But uh, you won't need to be absolute juggernauts to to. <laughs> to put four past this, this terrible Blue Jackets team. So, uh, yeah, give me that team total for the Canes. I'm kind of with you on that one. I like the team total. If it's at 3.5 minus 130, that's intriguing. Uh, we know this Carolina team can score. They should win this game, but it's kind of like what you guys are talking about. How the fuck do you find the money, right? So, like, Carolina regulation, maybe that's the play. Maybe Carolina puck line. I wouldn't be surprised to see them win by two. I do like the team total. I, I do like the over in this game at 6 minus 115. I think Carolina can get maybe three or four. And honestly, Columbus got better offensively. Like the addition of Johnny Goudreau, throw him on a line with Patrick Laine. That's not a bad look. So maybe they're good for one or two themselves. Um, something that I'm going to be looking at towards here, uh, Carolina made the addition of Brent Burns uh, in the offseason. When I watched a bit of preseason, and I just checked on Daily Faceoff, he is slotted on their first power play unit, man, that big slap shot. I think they brought him in as their trigger man. So if you see him as the trigger man on that power play, get him for a shot total. If it's like two and a half or... Maybe three and a half might be a bit steep, but if that number is sitting at two and a half as a defenseman, if he's their trigger man on the power play, man, I'll be all over that and I'll be keeping an eye out for that all year long. I, I, I like that call a lot there. Also, I, I like the over two and maybe look for a uh, power play goals over one and a half with two mm-hmm. decent, two good power plays. Blue Jackets are, are very top heavy and the Hurricanes, like you said, they have brought Burns and going to want to get him going. Canes were the number one penalty kill last year, though, so it's bear that in mind too. The so the Hurricanes just score two. That's fine. Yeah, good. No. Okay. I'm not going to reel a good Then, just, then just take Canes over over a half. Joel <laughs> okay. ruining my, my 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 picks with numbers and I'm stuff. Just informing the viewers or the listeners. <laughs> oh, I, I, I appreciate it. All right, we're going to keep that going. We'll move down to the 7 p.m. slot again. Oh fuck, gentlemen. 
We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Montreal Canadiens, Le Habitant de Montreal. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at minus 235. Montreal on the money line plus 210. Leafs on the puck line plus 100. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaid minus 130. The under plus 110. Boys, boys, boys. Leafs in regulation. Leafs fucking puck line. Leafs team total. And the over 6.5 is the play here. Austin Matthews total shots on goal is probably going to be sitting at 4.5. Also going to be over on that number. This team's... Gonna fucking beat the wheels off the Habs here. Somebody posted a thing on uh, Twitter. I saw it. It was Montreal starting defense that's slated for tomorrow. I don't know any of these guys. They're gonna get fucking absolutely torched. You have the Leafs against Lavelle in this game is what it looks like. Uh, I don't know. I'm taking the Leafs every way possible. So everything I just said is what I'm gonna be playing. Yeah, I, I had to look at the Canadians' defense here. I had to look it up. Uh, David Savard, top, top pair with Jordan, Jordan Harris. I mean, everyone knows him. Uh, Chris Weidman, second, second pair with that guy with the ex last name that people are talking about. Right? I think he. <laughs> How do you I think say he, that? No, I think he fights a lot. I'm not sure if, if Joel Joel would know, but yeah, it's. Uh, but looking at it's the Canadians' offense here that I'm I'm going to be looking at. I mean, they have Caulfield, Suzuki, new captain. So we'll Anderson, Gallagher, Slavkovsky is going to be in there. Kirby Doc they brought in. That that's an underrated pickup, especially playing with Sean Monaghan like and, and Mike Hoffman too. That, that's a, that could be a sneaky third line there. So, and Dadanoff on the fourth line, I think the Canadians could be a, a, a sneaky play here, especially at a, at plus 210 at home. I might be high, but I still, I still have the Canadians here plus 210. Uh, the Leafs have not won in Montreal since that playoff series in 2021. Uh, Montreal won five, two and four, two at home. So I like Montreal here for, for maybe a half unit on the money line to, to see that. And I would lean to the over, even though it is pretty juiced at minus 130 for over six and a half. Well, it's juiced for a reason. I mean, the Canadians, like you said, they don't have a defense. Got them ranked right down there with the Coyotes' worst defense in the league. And the Leafs are my number one offense in the league. So uh, that just means goals, and especially one-sided goals, which is why I'm going with the Leafs. Team total over three and a half. Get that anywhere from minus 160, minus 170, maybe minus one. 80 maybe the, the very highest at that point you might just want to play the four or four better number but i think three and a half is, is a good number anyway because they'll get to four uh it'll be hard uh for them not to with uh what the canadians are lining up against them and in net to jake allen i believe uh so yeah give me the leafs here to score a bunch of goals uh get off to a good start i'm sure that they've uh Got all that pent-up frustration after going out again in Game 7 last year. So they'll want to get off to a good start here. Better than last year, anyway. I mean, they, they started, what, 2-5 and five or something like that last year? So uh, I think they'll have that in their mind, too. Just uh, get off to a better start and uh, put some put some pucks in that. Even if they uh, lose this game, I still think they can get four goals. Yeah, to Toronto's going to want to get some uh, some hockey off their mind. So maybe they're going to uh, go watch some football. And if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR if you're someone like Joel that records sports in the year 2022. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. That's FuboTV.com SGP. 
And I'm always talking about our friends Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all our major sports books. You can compare different sign-up codes and promos from sports books to get the best deal. It provides the app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so you can make the most informed bets possible. They also have a bet tracker that allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Is this what uh, you do during all the ads? You just take shots at your co-hosts? <laughs> we never not, listen to this. Not normally, though. No. <laughs> I, I, I probably should, but I don't know. <laughs> somebody that actually listens to him, you got to <laughs> reach out to Joey and I in the Discord and let us know if Ryan's been shit-talking us this whole time. You can just say um, <laughs> All right, we're going to move down to 9.35 p.m. here. Uh, we got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 330. Big dogs. Uh, Colorado money line sitting at minus 380. Colorado puck lines minus 150. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Julie, what do you think here? About, does Chicago have a chance against uh, your abs or what? Time to raise the fucking banner. Hell no. The abs oh, are going to come back home and uh, they're going to play that Blink-182 song and they're just going to Crush these damn Hawks. I mean, they, they're they probably the third-worst team in the league, maybe the second-worst team. Um, and the Avs uh, should be uh, up there with the best again. Obviously, they're they're rated as such, so uh, that's why the line is where it is, around minus 400. So it, it's hard to find a bet, I guess, if you want to find something of value. Maybe you take the Blackhawks team total over 2.5. Maybe uh, imagine that's maybe plus 100 or so. I haven't looked myself, but uh, that, that's plus one fifteen. Plus one fifteen. There you go. I like that actually because we got a new goalie in town, Georgiev. Um, that that could be an angle there, or you could just take the over because the Blackhawks won't be won't be stopping many pucks either. So uh, I'm liking a lot of overs in this uh, Wednesday slate here. But uh, give me another one here. Give me the over. Maybe Avs uh, puck line if you want uh or blackhawks team total over two and a half plus 115 that's probably my favorite actually the, the last one but uh it's hard to see the abs losing this one uh just coming home first first game after they won the stanley cup we could see joel uh whipping out the salami there for the first big slate of of the season oh, we love already, to see it i'm already oh, planning you... it it's already in my notes okay awesome yeah and you know for the hurricanes game uh minus 250 talent said you know you're looking for the money here and here here are the the hurricanes it's like rent is due you're late for rent you're flipping over couch cushions just looking for change you're trying to find the money here because the abs are winning this game there's going to be goals scored so so like joel said i think the, the best angle to go here is look at team totals or just the over six and a half at minus 115 you know gorgiev he could you know come in and just start off the season very strong with against a bad team maybe get a shutout but also it's it's much more likely he'll give up a few and if not i mean i could see the abs scoring five, six, seven, rather easily. So I would look to just the over six and a half and minus 115, or also like Avs team total over four, so you can get that push at minus 145, or over four and a half at plus 115. All right, for myself, I'm on Colorado somehow, like maybe puck line or regulation or whatever the money's for, but I don't know. I'm kind of leaving a bit under here, man. Six and a half. I know Chicago sucks. They're an absolutely horrible team. Colorado's literally the best fucking team in the league. But, Joel, you touched on this. This is a banner game. The players are going to be bored from sitting around. They're going to be tired, just getting a little cold after warm-up, waiting fucking 25 minutes to see the stupid banner get raised into the rafter and everybody celebrating all this shit. 
So I think we're gonna have a bit of a slow start here, man. I don't I don't mind the under at six and a half. You're gonna give me a big number. I'll take it. I could come back and bite me in the ass. It's not a smart pick, but maybe there's something to it, man. Banner raising game, banners equal boring. I'm taking the under six and a half. First the first town ethics. I love it. I guess I, I get kind of to that. There's a bit of actual like theory behind that one, though. I don't know. Um, all right, moving down here to the 10 p.m. slot. We got Seattle cracking against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is at Anaheim. Uh, Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 110. Anaheim money line minus 122. Uh, the over under is at six. Over paid off plus 100. The under minus 120. I don't know why. Maybe you guys have been seeing this too. I've heard a lot of people kind of talking up the Kraken lately. And I don't know if I'm just not fucking seeing it or if I'm gone loopy or what the fuck's going on here, man. But I think Seattle still absolutely sucks. I like the Ducks, dude. They got some offensive capabilities. Defense, they they got better. They added Klimberg. That's a fucking decent pickup. And you got rested, healthy. I hope he's healthy. John Gibson. He's at least rested. He hasn't played in fucking months. So uh, give me that, man. I like Anaheim minus 122 here on the money line. I might even sprinkle a half unit on regulation, too. I could see them winning. Yeah, I think that's not a bad look. If we we can get quacking in the Discord on the first uh, big slate of the of the season that'd, that'd be pretty great yeah i people are are you got the quack the, the quacking versus the kraken here for for wednesday <laughs> night <laughs> yeah I, I think the kraken they have definitely gotten better they got burkowski uh borgstrand got got beignet he's, he's been great uh, i guess shane wright looks like starting as a fourth line center but he'll, he'll work his way up i mean as long as they get half decent goaltending they're going to be better but that, i mean it's still grubauer there with martin jones backing up so that's going to be the big test, but for this for this first game, yeah, I mean, Ducks are at home. They got they got Zegris coming in after his, you know, his, all of his fancy plays last season, and got Ryan Strom there for the for the second line center. Um, Brock Lambert, again, like you said, Drysdale, another year older, got some good young guys there. So I think Gibson is going to be good enough to to beat the uh, beat the Kraken here. So I'll, I'll take the Ducks at minus one twenty two. I want to join you guys in the Ducks, but my instincts are telling me this is uh, a game that Seattle come in and show that they're a different team this year. One man in particular will be wanting to do that, and that'll be Philip Grubauer. If he's the same guy that he was last year, this is an auto overplay. Uh, the Ducks have a good offense, but a terrible defense. And uh, the Kraken have brought in some goal scorers, and they're, like I said, their goaltending was awful last year, so... I do like over six there once again, but uh, I think the Kubara will be better this year. He's got a, I got a feeling he'll be one of the prove people wrong. He's heard all the media statements and all that. People talking shit about him. Uh, I, I, I got two leans, I guess. Just give me the Seattle money line and over six, uh, both at plus money. Just more instinctual play here. I do like the Ducks for the season, but uh, I think the Kraken might might go in here and steal the show. All right, moving down to our last game on the slate, 10 p.m. slot. We have the Vancouver Canucks against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus 165. Edmonton money line minus 180. The over-under is sitting at 6.5. Overpaid off plus 100. The under minus 120. Jolie, bring us home here, bud. What do you got? Right, speaking of stealing the show, I like the Canucks to come into Edmonton and uh, take this game on the money line. Uh, Oilers are bringing in Jack Campbell. Of course, we know he had his struggles late in the year with the Leafs, and uh, he'll be getting used to a new system there. And the Oilers, if you can call their defense a system, and uh, yeah, it's an, it's a below average defense. Uh, Canucks have an above average offense. I, I kind of like them to uh, keep up in a shootout here. 
but once again, I'm leaning over, but uh, I think the better play here is to grab the plus 165. Uh, yeah, this, this would be more like plus 135, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, give me the give me the Canucks here to uh, to give it to the Oilers. Bruce is going to give it to you. Oh, oh yeah, I'm 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 there with you. I like the Canucks here. I don't think the Oilers have proven themselves enough yet with their new goalie and, and pretty much same defense uh, to be minus 180 favorites against a team like the Canucks that had a good second half. They you know they're coming in hot, have some good young guys playing there in the middle six. So they have they have some depth. Uh, their defense is definitely questionable. So maybe look to the over here over six and a half at only plus 100. But last year it was all unders for them. So for the total, I'd probably stay away. But I, I like the Canucks here. And you know what? It's it's the first it's the first uh, big slate of games in Discord. So why don't you sit down, put on your Sunday best, because we got a tie game here. Three of, the, three of the past three of the four meetings last season went to overtime. So I could easily see this one also going to overtime. I'm seeing it at plus 320. Probably get around there wherever you, you want. So, so sprinkle some on that and, and look for a uh, overtime game to close out the night. Yeah, I don't hate that either, man. Like, I'm... Fuck it, I'll go with the Canucks with you guys. I kind of like Vancouver this year. I'm open for big things, plus 165 money line. Uh, if that is a little bit too steep, you can get them on the puck line. Uh, plus 1.5, paying off minus 150. So it's a little bit of juice, but it's actually not too bad for what you're getting. And it would factor into that tie Ryan was talking about as well. So maybe fucking sprinkle all three, men. Take Canucks money line, take the fucking tie, and then take Canucks on the puck line too. Realistically, you have a chance of maybe hitting all three. Um, for over-under, though, I kind of lean in the under game, man. Here, I want to see what Jack Campbell can do in Edmonton. I, I always like Thatcher Demko. Two decent goalies, at least. Like, you know, we've seen them stop pucks. We've also seen them both get shelled, so it can go either way. Scary when you got McDavid and Drysaddle coming down on you. But fuck it. I'll take a gamble on the under here at 6.5, minus 120. Uh, Vancouver money line, plus 165. Vancouver puck line, minus 150. And uh, fuck it, maybe the tie at 300, plus 300 or whatever Ryan said. Um, all right, guys, that fucking wraps up our first slate here. Uh, we'll quickly move on into our locked dogs and totals. It's our first locked dogs and totals this year. Uh, I don't know, Jolie, you kicked everybody's ass last year. So how about you kick it off, bud? You get the honors. Sure, I'm pretty sure I only uh, gave up three strong plays during this show. And uh, that's why they are my uh, locked dog in total. Uh, starting with the Toronto team total over three and a half minus 160. Like I said, they'll just dominate the Canadians with their high-powered offense and uh, Canadians' uh, putrid defense and goaltending. Dog will be the Canucks' money line, plus 165. Just went over that. And the total will be the Canes' team total over three and a half, uh, around minus 130. Uh, yeah, Blue Jackets are uh, terrible defensively as well, and uh, the Canes have a decent power play and uh, good offense as well, especially with uh, Brent Burns in their uh, um in the puck and doing funky shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got for my lock the Rangers at minus 116 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think the Rangers, you know, they won the first five meetings last season, three regular season, two in the playoffs for kind of running out of steam. They had, a, had some injuries, had a lot of played a lot of hockey with those overtime games against the Penguins. So I think them at home with just starting coming in, they're going to want to prove themselves after losing to the Lightning. So I think minus 116 is a great price there. And then my dog, you know, Canadians plus 210 against Toronto. I think just you got you to start big here. I think Montreal at home, they could they could prove some people wrong here. Just just 
start playing spoiler right from the get-go against the Leafs and, and send the Leafs you know, into some questioning right away. And then for my total, I'm going to go with the Blackhawks avalanche over 6.5 at minus 115. Joel and I both talked about toying around with team totals here and there, but I just think the over in the game is probably the safest way to go. You could see Blackhawks putting up three. You could see Colorado putting up seven themselves. So I, I think – this game should easily get to six. If you would rather go to go to six and risk and get the push for for minus one forty, minus one fifty, maybe do that. But I think over six and a half and minus one fifteen is a great play. All right, for my lock, I got Ryan being an absolute dick for fading the Leafs' first game of the year. <laughs> uh, I also got the LA Kings money line against Vegas Golden Knights at minus one fifteen. Uh, I think the Kings are just going to beat the maybe not beat the wheels off the Knights here, but I really like them in this game. Questions in net for Vegas. I like LA this year. Uh, my dog, I have a nice big pit bull that I'm buying to sick on Ryan for being an asshole for playing relief in uh, game one of the season. I also got Boston Moneyline versus Washington, plus 130. I see the Bruins going into Washington, maybe giving a bit of an upset, a bit of an eye-opener to, uh, to the fans in Washington, the organization, saying maybe it's time for you to get the step out. Uh, for my total, I got Ryan being a total piece of shit, betting, the, uh, betting Montreal against the Leafs in the first game of the year this year. I also have... Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Rangers, over 5.5, minus 105. Taking the over in this game. I talked about it. you got two best goalies in the league, arguably the best goalies in the world going at it. But 5.5 is a small number, and you got some good offensive talents on either side of the ice here as well. So I'll be uh, I'll be on the over on that one, minus 105 over at 5.5. Uh, all so right. Just to clarify some things here for if, if you're new people and didn't uh, new here for the season two of the Hockey Gallon podcast, all of our locks are risking two units, and then our dog and total are both risking one unit. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We'll be doing an ongoing tally all year so yeah, that we unlike, know. Unlike most betting podcasts, we actually uh, rep our shit and keep track of this stuff because uh, <laughs> we're not a bunch of frauds. And uh, of course, we got punished for that last year with our terrible record, but uh, <laughs> we can't do worse this year. At least talk we're honest. Talk shit, Joel. Honestly, bad. <laughs> uh, you're not going right. to find a, a more entertaining hockey podcast out there. Exactly. We'll tell you that. Yeah, there you go. I'd rather be an honest fool uh, than uh, a, a cheating wise man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fucking anticipation. Um, all right, everybody. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast every website. That's the place to be, man. We talked about it the past couple of shows. Best fucking time of the year. You got baseball doing its thing in playoffs you got football you got college football you got hockey nba is kicking up fucking everything's going on man so get your ass to the sports gambling podcast network website go check out jolie's articles go check out ryan's articles these guys bust their ass off and do some awesome work so be sure you guys go read those you can find them at the website uh go listen to some other shows too man give them some love you know check them out see if you like anything it's a good way to get into some sports you maybe don't know too much about but you want to have some skin in the game uh that's the place to be as well get your ass in the discord shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord it's gonna be popping off baby you can fucking feel it buzzing already uh, this is the first actual, like, technically legit season show, so I can't wait to see the response for that. It's good to fucking get her going, man. So get your ass in the Discord. Uh, it's absolutely free. You're losing money for not being in there. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the fucking Discord. Yeah, and if we don't get a review soon, I'm, I might just, like, combust here. So make sure you, if you're subscribed to this, subscribe. If not, and then leave us a five-star rating review. Search for the Hockey Gaming Podcast or go listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, a short link is sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. It's good to be back, baby. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter, rgilbertsop. Gilbert, S-O-P. Gilbert.
Why don't you find me able to watch a full football game because I fucking recorded it, Ryan. It's good to be old. What if I tell you the score right now? How pissed Fuck off. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Oh, yeah.